0: all right guys about that time chris brooks here with you on another edition of the rebels 247 podcast part of the 247 sports network and inside the rebels hope you guys are having a good morning wherever you are a lot to cover today here on the 18th of july we're in the right in the middle of this summer thing, aren't we? I mean, we're getting there, though. We're getting there. Not there yet, but we're getting there. We had the draft happen yesterday, and a lot of you are watching that to see, you know, which players are off the table. We can dive into that a little bit. Of course, the, the big news of the day is it's SEC media days getting underway here in just a little bit. Lane Kiffin scheduled to speak today. And I'm looking here on Twitter at um at images already coming out of the setup at SEC Media Day. So some, I mean, it's not real football games, but we're talking about real football content here. We're talking about good stuff. Is there any way we could get like a if could we get a Jumbo Fisher versus not Lane Kiffin? Nope. In normal years, we'd have a. We'd have a we'd have a Saban versus Kiffin. We've had that before. Could we get a Jimbo Fisher versus Nick Saban? I mean, just a roundtable discussion. You know, everybody's chummy. Nothing's going to come out of this from that. Nothing. We needed SEC Media Days the day after all of that happened, or actually the day of when that's happened. Maybe that was the day to do it. But we will have a lot coming out from SEC Media Days today that's something else to knock out on the podcast this morning Um, I'm in a deep dive right now on Mississippi recruiting you know made some calls over the weekend to kind of get a lay of the land on where Ole Miss is on those half dozen or so high school kids that I expect that they're going to sign and uh, you know have a lot of names there and uh, and that's a big pool of players but you know, giving me an idea of where I need to take coverage for you guys and who to be on top of, who to call—not just here in Mississippi, but outside of here—and we'll have plenty on the podcast um, going this week. So make sure you guys are tuning into that. I'll try to make sure I, I put in the the wording on which players that that I'm knocking out as I do it, so you you know to be tuning in. But I'm in the middle of a deep dive on the state of Mississippi right now. Look, I know Ole Miss is probably going to sign the number i think they'll hit is four Uh, i think they'll sign four mississippi high school guys this year and i don't like i've mentioned this before personally not a big fan of that but it's understandable it's understandable why they're taking the approach that they're that they're taking uh but uh but outside of those four remember a lot of years you know you're looking at not just the top five kids in mississippi i mean you're looking at the top 10 or a dandy dozen, or you know, even anybody inside that top twenty-five. You're recruiting maybe I don't know. I would guess that in years past, what was Ole Miss recruiting? Maybe twenty offers in state in a really good year, something along those lines. And they're hoping that they can nail down maybe ten of those kind of guys. And it's just different than that now. It's it's very different. But uh, but for me. On top of covering Ole Miss recruiting, you know, I'm also covering high school sports here in Mississippi and high school football in particular. So it's pretty easy for me to knock out a list of 200 players who will sign and go play college football next year. And I've been in the middle of that. So I will bring you some of those Mississippi guys, even the ones that, that maybe I don't expect will end up at Ole Miss. I'm going to try and knock out the top 25 guys in Mississippi and have some content and And some information on those guys. So you'll be familiar with them because, you know, one way I look at it is even if Ole Miss doesn't get them now, you know, there's always the chance that on down the road, these guys go somewhere else and then they're in the portal in a couple of years. Some of these guys are going to be good players. And look, not just good players, some of these guys are going to be NFL players. So maybe they come back around in the portal one day. So we still need to be familiar with them. And I can knock some of that out uh, today also. Okay, now this is what we're looking at with SEC Media Days, not just today, but for this week. Lane Kiffin is speaking today. The players we've, we mentioned last week, Jonathan Mingo, Cedric Johnson, and Nick Broker will all be there for Ole Miss. The first coach out of the gate will be Brian Kelly at um, at LSU. Um, that's happening around lunchtime. I think it's around 1230-ish. And then Lane Kiffin is is in the ballpark, I think, around 2.30. And then you get Eli Drinkwitz from Missouri to round out the day at 3.50, 4 o'clock. It'll be late this afternoon when we get the Missouri stuff. So middle of the afternoon, you'll see a lot of stuff on Lane Kiffin on social media, and he'll be trending. Will he say anything today? I doubt it. I mean, what will the questions be for Lane Kiffin today? Look, there's there's a standard list of media questions that Lane Kiffin is going to get every year. Doesn't matter what's going on. You can pretty much chalk it up every year. He's going to get at least some kind of similar questioning. You know he's going to be asked about Nick Saban. I mean, that's that's a given. Going to their history, and I don't know how they're going to phrase it. But it'll be something along the lines of their relationship. Have you talked? There'll be a saving question in there. He's going to get NIL questions because he's one of the few coaches who answers it honestly. I mean, th- these guys, they hem and haw and they beat around the bush on the NIL, and it's getting a little bit better from the coaches, but they're still used to the way things were done in the past. And I think they're just so scared that it'll look bad or they'll say something wrong. And I understand it. Look, I get in that mode doing a podcast, sometimes I want to make sure that I'm speaking the right words about NIL, um, but nobody should have to spell this stuff out to you. You know, how NIL is working. I mean, every college has a recruiting budget that they're basically working with, and that is what it is. It's all semantics after that, how it operates. Are they getting money before they get to school? Do they have a deal before? Is it after they get there? Is it after they commit? Is it after they sign? Is it tied to whether or not they're going to play football? I mean, all of these questions are common sense things. So, like I said, it's just semantics. But Lane Kiffin will get behind a podium, and that dude will give you an answer on NIL and what it is, while these other coaches can look straight in a reporter's face and act like they have no idea what they're talking about. Um, I did Every time I see it, it makes me laugh. But Lane Kiffin will get an NIL question today. He'll be questioned about the portal, you know, why they're taking so many transfers, why they're bringing 17 or 18 in, why they had so much success in the portal last year. Does that mean you're going to do the portal again this year? You know he's going to get that question. He'll get plenty on Matt Corral. Can you replace him? You know, how how will the program operate without him under center? What are the quarterbacks like? And uh, I would imagine you'll get some coordinator questions because we had turnover there at both defensive and offensive coordinator this year. And what are we looking like there? He'll probably get a question about Charlie Weiss, Jr. You know, how is that operating? How has that gone so far? And that's probably your Lane Kiffin presser in a nutshell right there. And I think he'll give you good answers. Now, it might not be, you know, the most interesting of answers, Uh, But that's what you're going to get. All right. That's today on the docket for the SEC media days. Now for the rest of the week, for those of you that do tune in a little bit to the entire thing, and of course this is all SEC network. uh, Tomorrow is when we get Nick Saban. We'll get Nick Saban early in the morning. Mike Leach will go around lunchtime. Shane Beamer in the afternoon. And uh, Vanderbilt coach Clark Lee, actually, he'll be in the morning also. So Bama – State, South Carolina, Bandy are tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, will knock out Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, and Kentucky. So you get Sam Pittman from Arkansas. You get Billy Napier in his year one at Florida. I, I still don't know what to expect out of Billy Napier. But that that's not just him. I think that guy's a great coach. Everybody I talk to that's had any kind of interaction with Billy Napier has been positive in terms of Mississippi high school football coaches, that sort of thing. I just never know what to make of Florida. I did have a good conversation with a guy this weekend who has worked at Ole Miss at Florida and several other sec places. And we got into a discussion on fans and very, and he didn't have to do this very complimentary of Ole Miss fans, man. They really want to win. there. really want to win there. The only place he had been that he thought the fans were maybe wanted to win even more Florida said Florida fans are nuts over there about winning. But they just, for whatever reason, they should win big, and it just hasn't happened. So we'll see what happens with Billy Napier. Kirby Smart from Georgia. And then you'll get Mark Stoops uh, from Kentucky. And then Thursday, we'll wrap this thing up. Brian Harson from Auburn will get that started on Thursday. Uh, Josh Heupel at Tennessee. Of course, Heipel came in to speak this week at the the Mississippi Association of Coaches, the Coaches Convention, and then uh, Texas A&M coach Jimbo Fisher. He's last, so what? The best for last, maybe? Maybe there's the potential he says something. No, Jimbo's not going to say anything. I mean, he'll give the status quo answers. But that's your uh, that's your SEC Media Days in a nutshell in terms of the schedule. And of course, all of this will be on the SEC Network, and and we'll be finding a. Uh, uh, we'll be talking about all this on the board all week. Quick baseball note. I'm looking at right here. I try to get in touch with Jared today. Maybe can grab a, a quick interview with him, what he expects from these guys that went in the draft. If you're looking right now, who's going to go and who's going to stay, they did two rounds of the Major League Baseball draft yesterday. And look, there were other schools that were hit a whole lot harder than Ole Miss was. But uh, there's a couple of good ones that um, could be on the way out. Roman Anthony ends up being drafted in the, I guess that's technically second round, in those extra picks that teams get. And Jackson Ferris, you know, big left-handed pitcher that I think everybody kind of thought he was going to go. He gets picked at 47 by the Cubs. And uh, if you're wondering what that's slotted for, that's $1.6 million. So it's a lot of money. Uh, Roman Anthony ends up going to the to the Red Sox, and uh, his slot value on the Major League Baseball website I'm looking at right now is eight hundred and twenty thousand. I've seen reports that they can up that significantly if they needed to, but that's why I, I need to run Jared down and get his thoughts on it. But um, but it looks like he could be gone. The Red Sox were a team that they were worried about with him who really liked him and uh, posed the biggest threat, and they end up taking him um, with those extra picks at the end of the second round, and that might not be be good news. But uh, but that's all. That's all in in terms of the, the Ole Miss high school guys and the draft. I'm looking here just to make sure I didn't miss anybody. Just real quick, I saw State had a couple of guys that went of course, Landon Sims went for them um after the the arm injury this year. You hated that for him. And then um after him, the catcher Logan Tanner also went. So nobody for the Rebels yet off the roster. I know Delusia didn't go yet. You know, fingers across that you don't want you don't want to cross your fingers and hope that he goes low in the draft. It's not that. But you'd love to see him suit up again next year and get a full year of him as your Friday night guy. So we'll see what happens with him as the draft gets underway again today. Okay. The other thing I did want to knock out, I'm not going to do a a Mississippi only podcast today. One day this week, I think I am going to do that and kind of give a little more detail on maybe 20, 25 high school kids in Mississippi and maybe a little more in depth than you're going to get just off the player profile, but just some, some general facts and that sort of thing about these guys and, even the ones they're not going to offer or take now, that they'll keep an eye on. And we'll see if maybe they come back around one day. But the guys at the top of this, you know, I'm running down info on Aiden Williams. You know, D- David had on the board this week that Tennessee was more of a player for him. Um, you know, Noah's know his dad. And I mentioned this before, if you guys, if if you're listening, didn't catch this on a, on a previous podcast, his dad's law enforcement here in the area and awesome guy Lorenzo and uh, has another son that plays at Northwest Rankin and just a ninth grader this year will be a big deal in a few years. Um, his name's Germany and has already been offered by Ole Miss. So I'll, I'll get a rundown on what exactly is going on there. Maybe when he is is planning to make a decision um, who those teams are, but you guys can understand this. Even even now in July and it gets worse as you get closer to signing day you know kids just get worn out by the media attention and they don't do as many interviews and all that but um but i'll track down some stuff on him on isaac and we're going to do that tomorrow tuesday's edition will be these four or five mississippi guys that they're hard after Uh, but that's going to do it for today enjoy sec media days today i mean a little bit of what's going to feel like real football talk It'll have that feel to it. You never know. Maybe Lane Kiffin says something. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Maybe he says something. But enjoy SEC media days. We'll see what happens with the draft today and as we get a little bit deeper and you know, maybe the Rebels get lucky there too. But you guys enjoy your day. You've been listening to the Rebels 247 podcast. I'm Chris Brooks with 247 Sports. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Y'all have a good one.